Hello and good morning to DCU FM's best interview radio show. In conversation with, I'm Gavin. I'm Colin. And I'm Greg. And today, our guests are two Dylan. people who I think <laughs> hosted a broadcast. Did you know? What Did broadcast? What? What's the broadcast? We we hosted it. It was good. I haven't bragged about it every day since, but um, I, I actually keep it on the DL sometimes. Uh, but I did, in fact, host the broadcast. Yeah. I'm going to maybe dispute to keep it on the DL a bit. Um, I'm not sure I believe that. Uh, I have been in your presence, unfortunately. Yeah, was, uh, yeah well, yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, guys, I'm going to talk to you a little bit um, about said event. Who are the fine gentlemen that we were speaking to? Oh yeah, do you want to even introduce your name? Say your names, maybe? Uh, presenters of the broadcast, isn't it? My family couldn't afford a name. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, you're just... I, presenter number one. Presenter number one Why and presenter, presenter number, number two. One. I yeah. got here first, man. No, you didn't! I, did. I was here like 12 hours ago. I mean, I mean here, like... Oh, into in the, the world. Yeah. Into, into the world that is... Um, He's very old. I'm, He's old, I'm actually 46. Yeah. I'm this three is called fifth year in DCU. Yeah. And I'm doing my seventh course. Seventh <laughs> course. So he does two a year for good luck. So guys, first, I suppose the first first question I want to ask you is, uh, what prompted you to go for hosting the broadcast, and what did you do in preparation, if anything at all? Um, I'd always kind of I, I I knew about the broadcast for a couple of years. I remember uh, I watched it. I watched a little tiny. I won't say I like actively watched it, but I, li- I watched a little tiny tiny bit of it two years ago, and. I thought it was a great idea, and then last year, um, someone at work, Kate Wood, uh, if anyone knows her, actually said to me, "Oh, I have this show going on DCU, like on on Friday. I, I you know, I've been working on it all week through." And she was just telling me about it. I was like, "Oh, what time's it on?" Because she was worried that no one would watch it. And I was like, "Oh, what time's it on?" She was like, "Oh, it's on at like four o'clock in the daytime." I was like, "I'm not doing that inside. I'll watch that. Don't worry, you'll have at least one person watching it." And I watched that, and it was Gogglebox, and I kept watching. Then after that, and I watched a couple of hours, and I was just. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I, I need to be involved with this as soon as possible. So Your life when was changed forever. It was changed yeah. forever. It's his new favourite channel. It's my it's new favourite channel. It's on one day a year. Um, <laughs> favourite channel. And Carl, I suppose you were here last year, so you were already acquainted with the broadcast, but what made you go for the presenter role? Uh, yeah, it was basically like, um, did my few bits uh, with the broadcast last year, went for a uh, presenter last year as well, just like not really very confident that I get it, it was just sort of a look at this is here, it'll improve me as a as a speaker and give me a, a yeah, load of confidence. You weren't originally going to go for it either. You were, this is the you thing, were, <laughs> I've um, very much had to be convinced this year, I was like, uh, Nash, why would I bother, I'm not, I'm not much of a TV guy, I, I don't know if I'd be... Uh, presenting in front of a camera guy and um, basically I get into the holding room where they're signing up people for auditions and um, after by chance you'd come from like I'd come from New Barrows after yeah. meeting one of my friends who, had, uh, who was in college last year and we go over to see people uh, from MPS and they're after auditioning a solid <coughs> 25 people and um MPS secretary Emily McAvoy says to me are you going for this I'm like well, I wasn't going to she's like why this could be the last opportunity you get to do it because um, I'm hoping to be on the committee for the remainder of my time here and if you're on the committee you can't go for presenter so she's like just just go in there chance your arm like why not and uh, get a call back get the call a few days later and uh, I, I was I was in front of a camera with, with oh yeah with, with this yeah with, with that guy over there yeah, that guy. yeah. Um, I, I suppose this, this the, 
the premise of the broadcast is that it is 24 hours and that's the whole point and it's for charity obviously did you have any kind of worries going into it that you wouldn't be able to stay like alive for 24 hours presenting a 24 hour TV broadcast 100% yeah well I, I think I knew I could stay awake I think I was more worried about the fact that if I got into the 23rd hour I, I wouldn't be entertaining anymore this like, is the thing this know, is like, the I wouldn't be, like I, I, I was I, we were very uh, I suppose picky with the way we did bits you know like in, in our segments and stuff and when we started out in like the first hour I remember a couple of times turned to call at the end and being like ah that wasn't the best one we'll, we'll hit the next one it'll be alright and then when it got into the 23rd hour we just like didn't even care anymore and yeah. I suppose what I was worried about before going in was when we hit that moment of not caring that we wouldn't be entertaining anymore and people wouldn't do but this is the thing we were like uh, writing ideas for links like a week in advance but then it gets to the night and you completely wing it you're standing oh, in front yeah. of the camera with like a minute and a half to go and you're just like hey uh, this is the next show let's make a joke about we could make a that. whole other 24 hour broadcast of shit we didn't use in this 24 hour broadcast oh, I still got the note book at home oh yeah me too oh yeah and yeah. I suppose there was a lot of highlights for everybody if you had to pick one moment between the two or each what would you say was the highlight of the broadcast oh god mine's probably really sappy but do you remember at the end when it was like me you Lily and Gemma in like the big group hug and oh, Lily yeah. and I was uh, a bit of an emotional wreck and Lily just goes Dylan you're too pure for this world and <laughs> I vividly replay that over my head several times a day just to feel satisfied in myself oh my god yeah. yeah that was a real nice moment I think was just afterwards we like the four presenters were getting their little um, picture over in the corner by the by the presenters wall thing and um we were just chatting away afterwards and uh, Dylan just starts fucking sobbing and yeah. then I I very much jump on the same boat and I'm like I'm not even that sad I'm crying because he's crying <laughs> <laughs> somebody help him <laughs> yeah. but um, then like another thing another highlight of mine was actually like we got our faces onto a lot of shows aside from actually doing links. <laughs> yeah. My favourite show by far was Competitive Bob Ross because oh. I was told I was going to be on it uh, I was going to have to paint something that was grand it was going to be a bit of fun but um, the people presenting that show were handing out like materials to use, like paintbrushes and canvases, and they didn't give me anything. I was like, to Kate Gurren, who was presenting, I was like, like what's, um, have you got anything? And she's like, we'll figure it out. Dylan comes over as the show starts, takes his shirt off, and I'm given a tray of face paints, and I'm, I'm gonna paint a tree on his back. <laughs> I, I, I had known about that a week in advance, and there were so many times where I was like, oh, I wanna tell him about this. Yeah. He'd think it'd be so funny. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I owe, I owe Kev Cleary a lot for that because that was really funny. So. Um, so I suppose working together for 24 hours, I mean, not to say that you weren't friends before, but you probably got a little bit closer. Took us to a new place. But actually, yeah. what was your initial reaction when you know you realised that the two of you were going to be the two male presenters of it? Um, your happiness, sadness, who's that dickhead kind of a thing? <laughs> or what way did it go to us? Yeah. Like we were, we were fairly well acquainted, but when we got into the audition, especially the callbacks, um, I think is where we really like clicked because when we got into the callbacks we were sitting beside each other in between like basically what happens was they'd put all the presenters in a room and then they'd have a separate room for like the the judges or whatever you want to call them um, and they'd call like two people out at a time they'd keep mixing it up and keep mixing it up every time they walked into the room me and Kyle would be sitting in the corner joking and making like some stupid comments <laughs> <Just> <laughs> like behaving like 12 year olds yeah. like unsupervised and at yeah. one point I don't know what it was I think it was James or Hannah came in and he they saw me and you in the corner and they were gonna pick someone else but they were like you two and we went in we did like I didn't notice this yeah I, I did I, I kept watching the door and um, 
uh, they, they noticed us in the corner like you two and then we went in we did that audition that we're that, 90% that, sure got us yeah. the, the part um, can you disclose any more about this audition yeah I think we have yeah, to tell the story that one. okay um, <laughs> so th- we, we did like over the course of that day I'd say you do about like seven or eight auditions with different people yeah they're, they're like mixing and matching some of the pairs that they think they like might work for both backstage stuff and like on screen stuff yeah. and uh, this was special this was very special uh, so we get called in and uh, we stand in front and basically they give you like three scenarios and you have to you know just go with it um, and our first scenario was something like doing a link between shows or whatever so we did one of them and we did uh, a link between Gogglebox and Crafty Sock because those were the only two shows we could remember and I think I said those two shows were like every single audition and at the end on it was like there are other shows on this yeah. <laughs> oops um but we did one for that and we did some stupid joke. I think we actually did it in the broadcast as well where like we threw the paper airplane. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did like a thing <laughs> where, like we threw a paper airplane just like, oh, I don't know, it was stupid but it was kind of funny. Um, that wasn't the good bit. The good bit was when they told us we were going to be presenting backstage and they were like, right, you've 30 seconds before you go live uh, you have to think about what you're going to do and then you have to do it. You have to, like, but did this not happen the, the second time they called us in? Remember they called us in twice the first time we did something serious and then the second time they actually brought us in like another time and yeah. it turns out it was like to make us more comfortable with what we had just done because we had like stuttered a bit on the serious stuff and then they bring us in to do a backstage thing mm. and uh, the backstage t- thing was tell the story. wonderful and um, so basically they were like right you're, you're about to I don't know what was it intro to broadcast or something it was some kind you of just have to do like something that. dumb you just have to do something dumb basically right and uh, we're very good at that. Yeah. If anything, yeah. we do many dumb the masters things. Of dumb. We're masters of dumb. And uh, we we pointed at the pretend camera in the room because we made one up. And we were like, welcome to the DCTV 24-hour broadcast. I jump on Carl's back. Um, ride him all the way to the desk on the other side of the room. Jump off. Jump onto the desk. Lie across the desk. Carl sits at the desk. We're both standing, sitting at the desk. Um he pretends to get a phone call and uh what was it, what was it? He's, he's like uh <laughs> cancel all my appointments because <laughs> he was just lying across like the table luxuriously just looking like a like Charlie's Angels or something yeah <laughs> and uh I scream cancelled and then we jump off the desk again I jump back on his back and uh, right around the studio. At this point, we realised we had no idea where this where this bit was going. Um, and the judge, they, 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 like Hannah and Anya and James, loving it at this point. Um, so we're like riding around on each other's backs, and uh, there, I think, Cottle goes. <laughs> Which way to the broadcast? Where is the broadcast? And I, I look, at, I look Anya Lawless directly in the eyes and just go, "That's the secret, Anya." We've always been at the broadcast, <laughs> <laughs> and we're ninety percent sure that's what got yeah, us. That's, that's, that's what got us the role. Pretty fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So working together for the twenty-four hours and building up to it, you must have learned a bit about each other. So we're yeah. going to feed into a segment that we used on the last show. We're bringing back for this show. It's all-star Mister and Misses. We met individually 
during the week oh, and I ask well, you questions well. <laughs> and we're gonna see how well we actually know each other so I'm gonna before we start what are our predictions how do we think they're gonna do especially after oh, Jack terrible. and Billy last week <laughs> Jack and so Billy sorry. Were, yeah, that was uns- they were awful and it was oh, very surprising yeah. that they were awful they got three questions out Jack of and Billy yeah. are uh, an old married couple yeah. you'd, that's, what you'd ima- that's what you'd think no no but, as in they're never gonna agree with each other they're gonna sit in the corner and just mope and be like sorry no I don't yeah. agree with you don't talk to me for the rest of the day they got three questions out of 14 now we've narrowed it a little bit we only have 10 questions five each the same questions obviously right so i'm going to start with dylan i'm going to ask you the questions and i'm going to actually no i like Carl's answers better i'm going to start with Carl first right. um so Carl, what trait of you did B- dylan say he would like um my popularity that is correct. Yeah. What? <laughs> yes. Oh, I wish we had discussed this beforehand, but that's incredible it's, that he got that. So uh, cool. He, the, he said his people personality, but that yeah. kind of feeds into the popularity. I'm going to give just, you that he, just, he knows everyone. And like, it's not even a case of he just knows everyone. <laughs> But he has like the same kind of relationship with everyone. And I just wouldn't be able for that. Mm. Like, I wouldn't be able to like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just not in the mood for people, but I've never seen Carl not in the mood for people. Yeah, it's man, on the B-Knock, it's, it's a, it comes with the job, on the yeah. B-Knock, the big name that's, on campus. That's the yeah. second time that uh, abbreviation has been used on our show. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Matthews. Yes. Carl, uh, um, what trait of yours did Dylan say he would least like to have? Um, my accent. I'm going to oh, give you that. Oh, yes! Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, we're doing well. They're, they're on the same lines, like, so, yeah. Super <laughs> soon. Um, Insane. Uh, Cahill, if Dylan... Dylan, I asked Dylan, uh, if you won the Euro Millions tomorrow, what's the first thing you'd buy? Tickets to WrestleMania. Oh. <gasps> oh. It, that is a Cahill answer. That is a very Cahill answer. He said a fuckload of cans. Like just a lot, like an an extraordinary amount. I, yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, who is the person that Dylan would most like to meet? And um, his girlfriend right now. I know. <laughs> That's the joke answer, folks. <laughs> he doesn't want to meet his girlfriend ever. <laughs> oh, oh God. Shout out to Kate. Kate. What? <laughs> uh, who would he most like to meet? You're not the one who's going to get in trouble for that. <laughs> You're catching the flack here. Yeah, getting, yeah. I don't know. Um, I didn't even know. This is hard for me. Like, like is there's, it no, f- there's no one person, I don't think. Um, you, did, you did give me an answer, but... I did. Feckin... I'm, I'm just I really have a genuine blank here and I'm just gonna say Morgan Freeman because I know yeah, it's incorrect it's, it's who wouldn't like to meet Morgan Freeman but yeah. it is in fact Post Malone oh it's <laughs> a very Dylan answer damn it yeah. and finally for Cahill what actor did Dylan say he would have play you in a movie about Cahill O'Rourke what did I say for you uh, it's a kind of a random one so I don't think he's gonna oh, get it. <laughs> yeah, I remember now. You, you're not gonna get it, but you'll appreciate it. Yeah, Ewan McGregor. Uh, no, it is John Cena. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Dylan, you got two out of five. Yeah, which is yeah. not bad. Uh, I'm happy. It was a very good start. Yeah, very good start. You yeah. Need, you only need one more to tie Billy and Jack. We're not tying with these boys. No, I don't uh, in this and two more to beat them. Okay, we're going to come back down the line and we're going to go to Dylan. 
Dylan, what trait of you would Cahill most like to have? My facial hair? No, I it appreciate is that. that <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good call. Yeah. It yeah. is your black eye because he likes attention. Ah, oh, <laughs> damn it, that's good. Crave attention. That's good. Dylan. I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> what trait of yours would Cahill least like to have? Oh. Oh. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> oh. What did you say, you bastard? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my IQ. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I got that. In there. Uh, no, it's your black eye because it looks so big. <laughs> oh, oh, no. The Dude, best of both worlds. If you won the Euro Millions tomorrow, what would you buy? Um, <laughs> a working DCUFM studio. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. Oh. No, Carl said lotion for your black eyes. <laughs> <laughs> right, I see where we're going. Right? <laughs> uh, Dan, who would Carl most like to meet? The guy who gave me my. Yeah. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It is in fact the guy who gave you your black eye. Because, but, because what I like is that he doesn't know who it was. Yes, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, probably no will never. You could have already met him. Who knows? Maybe yeah. pass him in the street. Yeah. And Dylan, what actor did Carl say would he would have play you in a movie about Dylan Mangan? Whoever it is, it's them with a black eye. It is. But can you identify said actor? Ewan McGregor. It is not. Oh. It's mm. Steve Buscemi with a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Buscemi, once I give him a black eye. Yeah. Guys, that was fantastic. You got, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the four. I'm gonna give you yeah. four. I'm gonna put you ahead of Jack and Billy because yeah. you actually. It's a leaderboard now, is it? Yeah, it, yeah, oh, it's a leaderboard. We're going to yeah, keep track. Yeah, I see you leaderboard. Yeah, I'm happy to have the other two mugs, like, yeah. definitely in second, if not yeah, lower. I'm glad we could uh, be throwing them, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all all cool so, as we mentioned earlier on, Cahill is from Carlow. Mm. And my lovely co-presenter, Greg, is from Leash. Yes, by way of Carlow. By way of by Carlo. way of Carlow. Yes. Expand. Expand. Um... My parents don't like me very much, never really have, uh, surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they the they shipped me off to boarding school uh, down oh, in Carlow, a uh, lovely place called Knockbeg College. Knockbeg College. You knock to get in, you beg to get out. Mm, um, that's what they say. That's what they say, there right, is a priest. Right up the north of Carlow. Big, uh, big, I love their, I, I always just associate them with bright blue, they got the lovely blue jumpers, I like it. <laughs> Where did you go to school, Carl? I went to school in Boris Vocational School. Oh, right. wow. Oh. I went to a tech. Yeah, like, do they actually have teachers? <laughs> no, you see. <laughs> that makes so but, much But sense. this is the thing. You go into the school and you don't think, like, oh, this is such a tech. Like, um, you know, nearby Baglestown, they have hmm. a tech. And there's, uh, like, a, a hundred people in there. And that's because no one wants to go to the tech. <laughs> there's another school in that town, uh, the Presentation de la Salle. That's just a lot safer option. And uh, Boris is more like the de la Salle. Insofar as it's it's actually quite academic, like we're we're a tech with real smart people basically. Okay, okay. And you and me, yeah. And, but oh yes, th- uh, that leads me to my next question. Carl, is it true that you can't read? Um, or do you just have a tough time with it? Like, uh, um, no. Um, last year I forgot how to read, so I um, transferred to communications because that's the obvious um, yeah, place to go if you can't read. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I met a friend Connor who can't count, so that was a lovely yeah. little spark. Wow, yeah, so do you, do you, do you, do you kind of help yeah. each other out a bit? Huh? Do you kind of help each other out? 
Yeah, like we, if you can't like read something, together. yeah, and mm. maths. And I'm stuff. actually a maths whiz, and um, he is a literature genius. So uh, we bounce off each other real nice. Wow. Um, I'm currently learning how to read um, using like um, his carer, carer. Carer Eva McDermott is currently. Oh, she's uh, so good at reading. Yeah, giving yeah. him lessons. Mm. Um, she knows all really the well. big words. Just yeah, big, big up to her for doing the community. Sometimes she makes up words though, and I'm just like, I don't think that's a real thing. Yeah. But, you, but at the same time, you can't really contradict her. Yeah, yeah that's a. Carl said the word logistically yesterday, <laughs> and I had to kind of take a moment <laughs> because I was kind of shocked that he knew the word, and then I was like, In what context did he use it? I think he was talking something about the FM studio and people using the one mic because before yeah, yeah, yeah. Work, we have fully functional mics now but there was only one working and he's like logistically the interview is going to be very difficult tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> and like, I just kind of went this is, Whoa. Like, this is like Nostradamus or something the world <laughs> to an end like uh, my care Ethan McDermott is in a good position really because if I say you just made up a word she'd just be like did I? I'd be like yeah she goes write it down and I'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul as a calm man I, I get the uh, you know Gavin, are you from Cavan? Yeah. My God. Actually, I am. That yeah. rhymes gloriously. Yeah. Oh my God, that rhymes. Um, everyone goes, where is Cavan? What is Cavan? I'd like that with Carlo. Okay. Sell Carlo. Sell it. Sell it. <laughs> oh my God. The, gov the government have been trying that for years. Yeah. Nobody wants it. Going oh. for a very cheap price. Yeah. If mm. it's being sold. As in like, we'll pay you to live there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so Carlo's a uh, uh, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a poor start! Uh, Carlo is a, a county in the uh, southeast of the country, bordering uh, Leash, Wexford, Wicklow, uh, Kilkenny, and actually that's it. Uh, see, I, I I don't even know myself. I need someone else to sell me Carlo. I don't go home a lot. Um, <laughs> Carlo. Um, so we've got Carlo Town. That's where you go and you do your bits. That's great. We've actually got a, a glorious nightlife. Uh, oh, the Foundry, of course. The Foundry yeah. nightclub is fantastic. Um, a big nightclub, one of the biggest in, in Leinster. And um, just in general, there's one big street where you go out and you actually have a fantastic time. Uh, but then, see, that's the bad part. I complain a lot about Carlo Town. See my Twitter. And um, <laughs> I, I just think, like, especially now that I'm going home less this year, I'd like... Carlo's landscape is actually class and we don't appreciate it enough. That's you know, why I'm like with Calvin. Mm, exactly. Yeah. That's it. That, like, the landscape is great. The countryside is just... Um, it's, and like the people there are fantastic, in fairness to them. I go home and I'm just like, Jesus, I, like, I didn't appreciate half of this uh, nice kindness. You know, yeah. you, you don't get that in the big smoke. Yeah, yeah you, don't, you don't get that wave at the guy who's pa uh, pa driving oh, yeah. the road. Oh, yeah. This is it. Yeah. You don't get the excuse of being late uh, because you were stuck behind a tractor. <laughs> yeah, That's that what was... I need. That was fantastic. Like every like Monday morning, nine o'clock. Why aren't you? Why were you not in class? I was like tractor. Mm. It's just hit me. That Massey One Three Five isn't going to drive itself. Exactly. It's just hit me that I'm the only dub in the room because like, yeah, yeah, yeah actually, this isn't a position you're usually in. As no, well. it's not. Which is no. interesting because we kind of want to test how culty you actually are. Oh, wow. isn't that right? Yeah, man? we we do have a little uh, a little segment in the works. Um, Called how culture are you? Are we doing this as a team or as an individual? We're well, it's 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 kind of I thought given that uh, we have a fellow culture on today and call mm -hmm. that uh, it was a good good kind of place to brainstorm a little bit. We've kind of got the general idea, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Like you're a good you're a good like guinea pig. Yeah, you're a you know you're a very you're. Right. I don't think I am. I'm I'm very fingless. Very fingless. I'm a very fingless man. Yeah, but we can bounce the questions off you and just see how you do with them. 
and uh, at the end we'll collectively as four cultures decide how culty you in fact are so oh, Greg, do you want to take it away? Yes. Right. Firstly, Dylan. Yeah. Skinnies or boot cut? Skinnies. I'm wearing skinnies. They're, they're very skinny. They're very, very skinny. skinny. That answers my that question. so tight. I, I, I printed the same now today, I have to say. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. not as bad as my blue jeans. You know the ones? Oh, the, the ones. broadcast ones. The broadcast yeah. ones. Spray on shoes. Spray on. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, which is bigger? An acre or a hectare? Or would you like to even know what either of those are? A hectare, yes. Can, can you spell that? H-E-C-T-A-R-E. <laughs> sorry, Carl, I know that just excluded you and it wasn't intended that way, I'm sorry. 100%, that's fine. Yeah. That's so fine. Um, did you know what any of those letters were? You're not allowed to confer with Carl. No, 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 no. no. You're, you're on your own, but I didn't know what any of those letters were. Um, I'm going to go hectare on okay. the basis mm-hmm. that there's more letters. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Therefore... Mm-hmm. Bigger. But do you know what either of those I words no were? Idea. I know it's a, something to do with measurement. Okay, okay. It's a measurement of, of land. Yeah, land. Right. Land. Yeah, land. 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 Okay. Which I have. So uh, you are, in fact, correct. Oh, um, use the logic, boys. Get in yeah. there. Muff fingers. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, what is road frontage? Love this question. Love this question in the big smoke because no one knows. Uh, it was actually recently on first dates, I think, uh, yeah, maybe last was, week. This yeah. is true. Is it the opposite to road backage? Oh my god. I might leave. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say. So you have you ever come across no, the, the I've you know, never heard the, this phrase before in my life. I, I think that's crazy. Like genuinely. Yeah. Um, not me like trying to be close to you. I genuinely think that's mad that yeah. like yeah. I've heard of it. Whatever it's literally like the is. greatest chat of blind in culture history. Do you have a road frontage? Oh. If you, Air if a bit you, of road frontage there. If if you are uh, with a girl who uh, has road frontage, that you're marrying into money, like yeah, yeah. that's good. Like you have the sight there for oh, the first I house, it was you know. A not that thing. I'm okay. gonna road frontage. Oh, don't point there. <laughs> do not do that. No. Mm-mm. They actually did that on first dates as well. They thought it was a sexual thing. Yeah, I yeah. thought it. Yeah. They thought it was like a landing strip kind of a thing. Oh, she, she yeah. yeah, that's what I thought of. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, it, it isn't it, like Greg's trying to explain to uh, <laughs> Road frontage is essentially how much land you have uh, with road access or along the road side. You know, oh, because you could Christ. have a, you could have a piece of land and the only bit of road frontage might be the actual entrance to it. So, like, that's not much good. No. But also, has, like, the, like oh. basically, all of the land, whether it be an acre or a hectare, um, now that you have an, a, a hectare, one, bigger one, uh, is along the road, you know? But so what's particularly useful as well is when your field that is adjacent to the road is the one with the shed in it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's, mm. that's what some people actually define as road frontage because it's the only thing that's any good to them. Mm. Whenever about having a field beside the road, they need a quick access to their sheds, to their stock, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna summarize this for Dylan. More road, front, more road frontage, more money, more better. Remember that. I didn't agree with all of that, but I'm gonna allow it. See, that's against my moral code, but yeah. whatever. Okay, next question. Put him out of his misery. Right, Dylan. So, ma'am, ma, mammy, owl done, Gav's favourite owl lady, uh, mum or mummy? Oh, 
Right. Uh, you see, this is where. Choose carefully. It's it's mostly mom, right? A few of those tick my boxes. Um, it's mostly mm. mom, right? But there's one in there that I use that just it, it, it's it's a little spicy one. I say, oh, ma- I say mama a lot. Mama. Yeah, mama. like if I'm calling my mom from around the house, be like mama. Right. Uh, Interesting. Because like, that yeah, is um, my mom, like, really her, cute. Yeah. Well, my mom called her mom mama. Yeah, her mom because like it's it's Italian. It's an Italian. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. And then. Like very occasionally, ma, when I want to annoy her because she doesn't. Yeah, you know, like when you've got to the mom, mom, ma, mama, mama, ma, mom, mom, mommy, mommy, yeah. progressive. <laughs> ma, we're never gonna use mommy. No. Uh, yeah, I, you know, the two, That's a very the two there. Mum and mummy, yeah. Movie for crying out loud. And a northern thing, they they like to say mum and mummy and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's well. Yeah. <laughs> um, well called. So that's actually uh, as far as I kind of got. <laughs> What, uh, what rating will we give out of a hundred? What rating will we oh, give? Dylan? Like from, uh, <laughs> I'd be lucky with to get a twelve on a scale of like, um, how culty are you? On a scale of Ryan Tuberty to like, Pat Spillan. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say Pat bit. Short. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, that's yeah, good. That's good. No, Richie Kavner. Richie. He's from Carlo. Yes, he is. Yeah, I've, I've been yeah, in his music video. Like, no way. My sister is on Reeling in the Ears because she was in the Info Galella music video. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Dylan, do you know who Richie Kavner is? Uh, I have no idea. Okay, oh. He's gone down. He's gone down We're playing Info Galella for you after the show. I'm yeah. going to be generous and give him a 15 out of 100. Wow. That's yeah, very generous. Wow. <laughs> like on a scale of like Ryan Tuberty to Pat Short or about a Pat Kenny. Oh, that's oh, yeah. insulting. Like, yeah. if I had to kind of put a title on it, I'd probably say never left the pale in his life. I yes. don't like to. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. We're going to bring him down the country yeah, at yeah. some point, and he's oh, going to have Actually, a, a I went to Galway during the summer. That was a big deal. Galway's okay. Yeah, I only went for like a couple of hours. Where in Galway? How did you go to Galway? How did yeah, you get I, there? I, I drove. You know, okay. Well, I didn't drive. My dad drove. Where, mm-hmm. where in Galway? Uh, somewhere near the sea. Okay, Somewhere count. near the It had a very, very not Dublin name. <sighs> if it's Salt Hill, it doesn't count. That was Salt, yeah, it was Salt Hill. Was it actually right? Salt Hill? It does, uh, that, that doesn't, doesn't really. Yeah. In fact, you fr- yeah, you're going down in <laughs> Wow. Dylan, I want to ask you. Yeah. Being from Finglas, yeah, your whole um, life, yeah. Well, basically, Dublin bus, right? Oh. Um, Dublin bus is something that just sticks with me. I, I think, think about it a lot. Hour. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, I have, I have something to. Uh, completely like any points I had will be gone after mm-hmm. oh God. never t- taken a bus errand in my life oh my god um, right never wow. done it I, I yeah I just haven't I don't even know who so you are. really really don't travel outside of Dublin no, at all like. just, honest to god I don't I think the Galway and Belfast and I've been to Donegal once I didn't like it but I was there oh <laughs> what didn't you like about it you'd love Cal oh it was, there was nothing in it he probably okay. had, there was nothing in okay. it he probably had no Wi-Fi reception there was a cow in the middle of the road blocking mm-hmm. his path mm-hmm. why is there grass in the middle of the road the, what is the this the one bit I did like was <laughs> Pum Doran that place is nice yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. Spot. Yeah. Good, good surf spot yeah I, I actually went surfing yeah yeah uh, do you know what Stonehenge is? Oh, wait, is it Stonehenge? No, yeah. Dolman. Dolman, sorry. Dolman. Dolman. Dolman, sorry, same thing. Yeah, well, that's something you do in history. Uh, it is, actually, yes. Well, what is it? It is. What do you know what it is? What is, what is it? something to do with stones, because you said stone. Oh. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, big, it's a big old rock. Mm. It's a big old rock. It's a rock sitting on top of other rocks that are holding it up. Yeah. There's a very famous, <laughs> very, very big one in Carlo. It's like the biggest, oh. in, the, is it the biggest in the country. Uh, i got to say yes. Yeah. Is this what... Is this what... 
people get excited about yeah, it. Yeah, this is what we discuss. Yeah. Well, like, we're scraping the barrel. It's Carlo. Like, if we ever have a leash day, I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, Gav had a question I feel like I can answer. It's about Dublin, about Dublin Bus. bus. Uh, what's it like living with Dublin Bus all your life? I've only been living with Dublin Bus five months. A couple of months. Uh, I, you know, I'm actually quite lucky in that from where I live, I can get six buses into town um, if needs be. I have four going from DCU, I have one going from the other side of DCU with an extra like five, ten minute walk for me, and then I have one going from like down, like in things. What's, what's the other one on the other side of DCU? 44. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm quite look. I don't really experience the, the horrors of it until 17A. I get the 17A quite regularly. Yeah. And not only do I get the 17A, but I follow it up with the second worst bro- bus in Dublin. The 37. Oh, wow. The 37 is the bus that serves Castleknock. Uh, it is dreadful. All the bus drivers on it are terrible. Oh. They, I, I don't think they show any emotion. I actually think they're robots yeah, just in disguise. Broken um, men. They're broken, broken men. Um, except for the one black guy. He's real cool. That's good. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Sweet. Um, yeah, so the, the bus isn't not that bad. As far as it's strangest encounter on double bus? Um, I had a bus driver tell me to F off to keep it uh, PG because I pressed the button to go to my stop and well this isn't that strange there was the time that just there was a potato with a nagging in it floating around but like we won't the there po- was a nagging in the potato yeah someone stuffed the nagging na- into the potato oh yeah I was, t- I was working but I, I was trying to think whether it was, like the potato was in the nagging yeah. no the or nagging it. was in the potato like they just put it it's like that trick where you get like uh, a coin into the pint glass from the bottom <laughs> of the glass yeah and um, yeah, there was that, but the, yeah, the bus driver just wasn't very nice, and I have him quite regularly. Guess what bus that was on? Seventeen A. There you go. So I feel like it's the world's loudest bus. Do you ever sit at the back of that on the bottom? The oh. engine just like <laughs> you're just like it's like you're sitting on a tractor. You're just bouncing. You know He's never happens. sat on a tractor. Why he would you? I've never. I'm gonna be honest, Do you know what a tractor been, is? I've never been too close to one, apart from when it's almost run me off. Oh, you guys. I know what we have to do. We have to bring him to the Plowing Championship. Oh. oh! Believe it or not, I've been. What? There was, there was a teacher in secondary school who tried to... to, uh, to uh, what's the word? De-urbanise you. De-urbanise us. Broaden your horizons. Uh, and we went... Get him a bit of fresh air. I saw... Oh, I saw... The, <laughs> yeah, basically take us outside. Yeah. Um, this is what fresh air yeah. is like, guys. Um, there, there was this real cool machine that, like, cleans the horse shit out of the horse place what's it called stable the stable, stable. oh it's like a, a thingy on the ground like it <laughs> yeah, scrapes like, it it's, it's like a little did you ever see one of those like Roombas yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like yeah one yeah. of them for horseshoe oh, really cool. did not just ask what is a stable <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the thing that goes inside it with the four <laughs> legs the horse house, horse house. <laughs> that did that might have sounded like something else oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no well, I went I went once um, I had a wonderful time for half an hour and then wanted to go home really yeah man last year um, it probably took you half an hour just to walk from your car to the plowing oh no we got actually we got do you know the way they have in the car parks those like big like um, they have like I don't know it's like a car is like pulling this tow thingy and all the people sit in the tow thingy and then a trailer trailer that's the word yeah oh my god <laughs> that sounds against health and safety you're no you're full on Ryan Tuberty yeah, yeah I think so um, wow. except I'm from North Dublin I think you're like culturally challenged culturally challenged culturally challenged I love that phrase um, 
Yes, fantastic. They brought us yeah. to the trailer. Did I just coined a new phrase. Yes, you did. Um, Don't, wait, you can ring you for later. Tell her later. <laughs> yeah, he was taking a Scratch his leg. Um, Cole, um, I think we need to have a moment to talk about wrestling. Oh man, I love yeah, wrestling. I love wrestling. As, um, yeah, we've got Matt Hardy on the screen over here laughing his heart out. <laughs> Look at his teeth. So I've been looking at that for the past half an hour it's and not I feel deeply uncomfortable but also really curious. Mm. So uh, when did you get into wrestling? Uh, got into wrestling when I was, it was, yeah, it was about uh, 10 or 11 and uh, my oldest sister actually used to watch during the Attitude Era. That's when you had your Stone Cold, The Rock, um, the Undertaker, the, everyone just kicking ass. And um, first thing I saw, like my earliest memory of wrestling is watching uh, Raw. Monday Night Raw used to be um, shown on a Friday. Uh, in you know they cut out the chair shots and stuff because it was had to be kept PG. First thing I saw was Triple H going down the ramp, and I thought he is so cool. <laughs> Look at him, and he looks amazing with that championship around his waist. This is like 2007. He's feuding with like um, he's feuding with possibly John Cena at the time, and oh, I just I just got hooked straight away. I loved, but like it's kind of changed over the years. So like back then, I just wanted to see what was going on in the ring, and uh, then like I, I got back into it about a year ago. Yeah, Last year's Royal Rumble got back into it. For years, I got back into it. Like, I think three years ago. Yeah. That's it. Like, we, like we missed a few good spots, but whatever. You know, we'll take that in our stride. Like now, nowadays, if I have to quickly watch an episode of wrestling, I'm actually skipping to the drama. Yeah. yeah. What like the storyline? Because <laughs> I, I I can appreciate now that obviously, yeah, this is completely scripted. This is fine. I just love storylines. It's yeah, a soap opera yeah. for big babies. Like shout out to any crack to hear Cahill's reasoning for loving wrestling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We talked about it. I think he said it's soap opera for. Big boys. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, I used to pretend to like wrestling and watch wrestling so I could be cool. Oh, what a damn. Yeah, you know, yeah. in, in primary school, I didn't at all. I didn't watch it. At all. I didn't watch it at all. I didn't. I just don't enjoy it. And I don't see the point of it. All my friends were into it, so I was like, mm -hmm. I didn't watch like it. Yeah. Well, I used to love wrestling on like people's trampolines and yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, oh, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, used to, I used to be big into it around the time uh, that Randy Orton was feuding with the Nexus. Yeah. That was a good time. I like me. that was when I was just dropping off, yeah, and when I got back into it, I watched what happened. I was like, "How did I miss this? Yeah. This is incredible storytelling." I missed all the CM Punk stuff when he got yeah, really that same. was fantastic. I and like I've watched. Have you watched his documentary, The Best in the World? I watched yeah, it recently. Yeah, it's very, very. It's insane, good. and it's, it's really so. It's, he's so straight with everyone. Just like, and yeah. he was still WWE employee back then. He was just talking about, hey, like they. I just did not like what was going on, so I let them know about it. And yeah, especially because he went on that. Um, he used to call him pipe bombs or something, didn't yeah. he? And uh, yeah. he said, "I think the WWE would be better off when Vince McMahon is dead." Mm. Which you that, just don't say. You just yeah. don't say it, stuff like that. That was kind of the yeah. That's kind. The that's of kind of like the whole owner creator. Which of was the guy that switched over to MMA? Uh, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Or sorry, CM, yeah, CM, CM Punk. Punk uh, yeah, yeah, went to MMA, got signed by UFC, and had the lard beaten out. Yeah, that's the guy. He's going to be fighting again, I think, in June. Is he? June? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Do you think that's uh, that's a trend that like wrestlers will continue to follow? Um, no, no. Uh, I think more so people are coming from the MMA world. So yeah, sure. Um, Ronda Rousey's gone Ronda over. Rousey has recently appeared. Yeah, yeah. and um, Brock Lesnar as well is. Um, you know, he he started off as a wrestler, trained in like an academy that had Randy Orton, John Cena, just a great batch of uh, of guys who ended up being like just fantastic wrestlers and. Uh, he was absolutely done with WWE and decided to move on to USC and had an actual 
UFC career mm. and like didn't <laughs> just show up on the first night and have the lard being out of him. Even if you don't appreciate the storylines or just what's happening in the ring, like they're amazing athletes. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, this is the thing. This is the thing that people can't get into their heads. Well, as Greg well. is yeah. shaking his head. No, Greg they are bullshit. No, Greg, so, like, Greg, I want to hear your reason. No, you don't. It's not PG. It's not for air. And I'm going to offend everybody that's in this room right. because I think it's a load of bullshit. Right. I'm sorry, but grown men, if they are such fantastic athletes, do a real sport. Oh. Oh. You see, they have. An actual competitive oh. sport. Like, oh, they oh he's opened a can of worms. <laughs> you pushed me the to it. Is, you pushed me to it. Know, the thing like is, they have been athletes in the past. They've, um, they've done amateur wrestling, a lot of them. Um, loads of them played American football in college and that kind of thing. Um, the thing, like, this is not, we can't brand this as a sport, in inverted commas. This is show business. They're in show business. That's why a lot of them go on to be actors and stuff more so than actual athletes. Because, um, but like, still, the training. I've done a wrestling training session. It's really, really, really hard. And we didn't get like we got the bare bones of it. That was just it. I just. It's very hard. Like, yeah. you were literally working most days of the year. You know, you're away from home like six nights a week. You're touring, 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 touring. Yeah, doing loads of media. Different major city in America every single every week. single night, and sometimes they'll uh, like they do shows, live shows in Ireland. Sometimes they'll have to do TV on the Monday night in America, come over to Ireland and do a live show, uh, go all around the UK, go back to um, uh, the US, do more TV, go back to Europe and do more touring shows. And that's like just, it's just it's show business. That's yeah, and that's just the traveling. Like like they still have to go out act and then well, like the physically is, yeah. strain themselves uh, performing oh, so many injuries to get are oh, horrendous as well and just even like um, the heaviest thing that I did in that training session was we all went and did what's called taking a bump Oh, learning okay. how to fall wow, yes, literally learning how to fall taking a bump in other places would mean something else <laughs> yes it would yes, yes in Finglas particularly you Finglas so we uh, we went up to take a bump and um, <laughs> falling on the ring is so painful and it, like it, it makes you all dazed they like but people actually working a match do it like 50 times mm. minimum how yeah. does wrestling in like you know uh, like I suppose physical exertion compared to you did boxing you did rag rumble which was rougher training was well probably yeah, like, the boxing because yeah. you're actually getting hit like but was wrestling and it's actually up, real could it compete in any the way the main thing in wrestling is actually in ring cardio um, really be, like it's the same in any uh, actual combat sport in ring cardio is really really tough like you get so tired so quickly um, the main thing in a wrestling ring is that you can keep running around uh, for upwards of five minutes and still pull something fantastic out of the bag. Still be able to do your actual athletic moves. Um, boxing, um, obviously, you do have to be quick and athletic. You have to your cardio has to be on point, but you're taking shots while you're at it. It's tough. Obviously, I've done I've done more boxing sessions than um, wrestling, and I can just say yeah. Like the first time, actually, <laughs> the first time I got properly punched in the face, uh, I was being thrown in with like these ninety kg guys who I just like was so much. They were so much heavier than me, and like I had the hands up, and, and like the first thing that happened as soon as I started sparring, got a punch in the face, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Oh, that was <laughs> so sore. <laughs> uh, I have one last wrestling question. What's your favorite wrestling show of all time? Favorite wrestling show? Yeah. Favorite like, like pay per view yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. <sighs> Ooh, you know what? 
I think it could be um, either WrestleMania 30, yeah, WrestleMania yeah. 25. 25, really? Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. That, that's the only good match in the show, though. I Do think. you think so? Well, I suppose uh, I have an attachment to the uh, Triple H and Randy Orton storyline. They didn't finish oh, it well. No. That storyline had me on the edge of my seat week after week <laughs> after week. Gas. I'm tempted to say the Royal Rumble that we've just seen. That was very good, yeah. Best Rumble since early 2000s. I'm very impressed with it, and I'm going to go with that. Definitely. Right, lads. Uh, we're near the end of the show, so we're going to yeah. end. We're going to we're going to finish off with a small segment called Five Year Plan, and oh, it's yes. really simple. Where do you both see yourselves in five years' time? It's, it's five, this one. So long. Yeah, yeah, you got that's it. it. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, you got it. Um, I don't know, that's kind of like, I, I I, like setting goals. Um, I've had a goal since the start of the year that I've been working towards. I haven't told anyone about it. Um, I have a goal for next year that I'm working towards. I haven't told anyone about it. But so far as it goes, like I suppose college is the big thing at the mm. moment. I'm only really planning for that. Um, I think when you leave college, it's so different to anything else you've experienced prior that trying to plan it too much in advance is um, a lot more difficult than to say, like trying to plan next year of college or next year after that or whatever. Um, hopefully working. I don't want to be unemployed. I would like to have a job. Mm. That'd be class. That'd be yeah, money really nice. Money. Um, money nice. would be good. Um, I, I would like to still be in Finglas. <laughs> really? Yeah, okay. I, 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 I don't really want to leave the roost. Uh, if I could live on the same road forever, I probably would. I love where I live so much. I'm very lucky to have grown up there. Um, in saying that, if I did make it big, I'd probably buy a house in like Clontarf because that's still the north side, but it's like the north side. Clontarf's yeah. nice. It is really sweet place. area. Um, so, nice. so yeah, I suppose that's that's cool. That's and where, where do you see yourself in five years time? Um, see the initial well rough five year plan not that I had one to like an uh, exact one in the first place uh, it, it was skewed this year because I changed course and uh, I have an extra year on my hands um, as opposed to the people that I actually came into college with um, like this year is very much my year of just do everything um, which I, I think I'm succeeding at that was that was a big plan of mine do loads of uh, drama shows do lots of um radio do lots of just uh mps related stuff yeah you do lots of things yeah okay i keep myself busy yeah you're doing things right now i'm doing things yeah. i'm on the radio yeah. um for the next year like up until second semester of second year i want to uh continue winging it to an extent while still picking up little bits you know get on committees keep society work going uh but come uh Come this second half of next year, I feel like I'm going to start wanting to plan which direction I'm going in. At the moment, I'm thinking radio is just what I want to do, but um, we'll see how it goes. Five years, I'm going to be 25. That's terrifying, because five is a small number, you'd think. Uh, you know? You're kind of making me a bit uh, uneasy here. <laughs> are you aware that I'm 24? You are 24, and that's... that's um, mm -hmm. Unsettling. Mm -hmm. Unsettling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But listen... That's fine. Do you like you? Will you ask your five-year plan like five years ago? Uh, did you know your five-year plan five years ago? I thought I did. This is the thing. Everything is. It's ever changing. Uh, come what may, five years time. Hopefully, I'll be a pro wrestler touring the world because it's yeah. a real sport. I want to learn how to read in five years. I'm not going to be able no, to. Not gonna no. be that, you might. You might pick up a few things. I hope to leave yeah. Finglas more than once in five years. 
Dylan, we're going to bring you to our respective counties. You're coming yeah. in the past five years. I don't know where Cavan is. We'll you don't. show you. And that's I don't. I recently found out Cavan is not in Leinster. Yeah, oh, that really was, was your mind blown. Off. It was really blown, but every dub I've asked since thinks it's in Leinster. It's not oh, Dublin. It's quite Like, everyone. I didn't know. It's not in Ulster. Surely it can't be. One of the most disheartening moments of mine last year was during Freshers' Week. Um, I was telling someone else from Carlow, they're like, that's like beside Limerick, isn't it? Like, I had someone ask me if Leash was a real county. Yeah. No, but like it wasn't like, you know, is that even like a real place? It was actually very much like, oh, is Leash a county? Like, I thought that was like. That's I think that's like, I've had my doubts. <laughs> People are so stupid. Yeah. So Sorry. stupid. It's not easy being a coach, you guys. Yeah. It's not. Well, it's that's our takeaway here. I think that's up for the morning. Yeah, guys. I think that we wrapped it up pretty yeah. well there. Listen. I don't get the song that I've been planning for this show. I told you last night, you better have it ready. Right? We skate to one song and one song only. Okay? Is this on the radio? Can we play that song on the radio? Sure we can. Sure we can. What song is it? It's Pirate Radio. Kind of. I'm in charge here. Can we skate to one song? Let's go. God knows. Oh, does he? I yeah, can't I can't say it. the name of the song yeah. on the radio column. <laughs> oh, can you not? No. No. So, Cahill. How was your experience on in conversation with Wilder? Yeah, how, how did you like it? Like, I'm very impressed with this show. Yeah. I like. Um, I liked it last week. I don't know. I hope we hope we entertained. I honestly, yeah, yeah. really enjoyed this. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed really this. Enjoyed it's it. a it's a I great like concept. It's very well planned. That's the thing. No, yeah. you like talking about yourself. Yeah, There's I a like difference. I bloody love attention. I'm, I'm getting yeah. really I'm getting it. a tenfold here, and it's just it's <laughs> fantastic. I feel like Ryan Tolbert in more ways than one today. Um, you know, is that something you're proud of? I don't know. Yeah. It feels it's a new. While piece. we're waiting for the guys, right? How about we have a look at a tongue twister? All right. Yeah. All right. You want to go first? Why are you making me read something? All right. We've been through this. Okay. A B C. Okay, I got this. Mm-hmm. Right. If you must cross a course, cross cow. Wait. If you must cross a course, cross cow. Up, kid. Well, if you weren't like. If you weren't in my ear this whole time, if you if you just get out of my face, you must cross a course cow. cow hmm. oh, if you must cross a course, cross cow across a crowded cow crossing, cross the cross course cow across the crowded cow crossing carefully. That was really good. There you go. Um, give me another one. <laughs> right, like an easier one. one with less words. That's one nil, mate. This is this is impossible. Right, give me a nursery rhyme. Try that one. Imagine an imaginary. What is that word? Menagerie. Okay. menagerie. <sighs> Imagine a menagerie. I think uh, Jack menagerie. Matthews last week described it as where the whores wash themselves. Is yeah. that what it is? Uh, uh, it was his was description. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager managing an imaginary menagerie. Oh, oh well God. done. And on that so this, note, oh, <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Guys, guys, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thank, thank you very much. Next week, guys. See you Bye-bye. later.